like six cute points. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark four, powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. All suits are online. Welcome to House Party Protocol. Power up suits and welcome into another episode of House Party Protocol. My name is Will, and with me today is the man, the myth, the legend, the master of MCP event scene, at least that I go to. It's <laughs> the one and only Nate from the Gamers Guild. I was Guild. really happening? wondering where you were going to try to like go with that. I think I nailed the landing. I think I nailed it. Uh, you, you did pretty good with it, yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's up, my bud? Oh, man. Uh, so very, very much in so many different aspects. We've got uh, big events coming up with Gen Con and Nash Con, for myself at least. Mini Stravaganza just dumped a crap load of awesomeness uh, over the MCP and Star Wars Legion scenes. Uh it's a good time to uh, be a geek. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I was lamenting at work. I was like, man, you know, we're a bunch of nerds sitting here playing on our computers while we're on break and stuff. And then we were talking about somebody else being a nerd and doing another nerdy thing that we were like, Psh, that's really nerdy, though. And I'm over here like, yeah, mm -hmm. and I push around little mini figures on, the, on a board. So, you know, we're all in this together, nerds. That's right. And I'm here for it. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Not at all. Not at all. But, uh, you know, you mentioned mini extravaganza, and that's going to be our main topic today. And you might be wondering, hey, Will, aren't you going to do Ursa Major and Red Guardian today? And I would say to you, yeah, that was the plan, but AMG has not blessed us with Red Guardian yet. So we're just going to hold off and see what else happens. So we're just going to go over kind of all the MCP stuff that went down at Mini Stravaganza because there was quite a bit of it. I think that they had a really nice mix between the Star Wars stuff and the MCP stuff. I felt like they kind of balanced it pretty well. A little more on the Star Wars side, but definitely not to the point where I felt like MCP was was kind of left out. You know what I mean? We, we were not the neglected child. Uh, if anything, like X-Wing and uh, definitely Armada, you feel a little bit bad for. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, oh man, Armada definitely like a game still exists. It's it's still a thing. It, is it? I mean, it's present at some stores. <laughs> like I think I see the Super Star Destroyer on a shelf at this one store I go to all the time. And it's just been sitting there for like three years. Man, it's just so so expensive, but it looks so cool. It looks so cool. I know, but you know we're not going to talk about Super Star Destroyers that look so cool. We're going to talk about the very first thing we got from MCP at the Mini Strav that looks so cool. What is that, Nate? Uh, that was going to be the card reveal for our new Cabal leader. Malekith. Yes, 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 yes. The Malekith. The, is it accursed or is it accursed? Accur no, it's totally accursed. 
Is it? Well, I mean, I, you could you could put the sauce on it. You can say accursed. I'll, I'll continue to put sauce where I where I please. Don't worry. <laughs> I know you will. I know you will. So, Malekith the Accursed, and we're not going to break down any of these cards like in the full sense like we normally do. We're going to save that for another episode. We're going to give each of these characters their due. But man, this card, this model, like we saw the model, I think a while back, but like mm-hmm. this card, man, this is so cool. And I am stoked. I think that he's going to be pretty awesome. And he's got a release date of August 12th, right? Yes. So Nate, correct me if I'm wrong. That's in enough time to be eligible for NashCon, right? It is just in time to be eligible for NashCon. Just in time to be everywhere at NashCon. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much that's the, the only limiting factor, I think, is going to be people trying to travel with that miniature to NashCon. Oh, you know, you're 100% right. And I wonder if this is one of those situations where maybe somebody could come in on Friday, order it from a local store, put it together Friday night, and then play with it on Saturday. Yeah, there there are no painting requirements, so that is something they could totally do. <laughs> yeah, well, if hey, Suits, if you're out there and you're traveling and you're like, oh, man, I need to get my Malekith on, that's a suggestion. It's, it's an option, I should say. But yeah, traveling with this model is going to be something for sure. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what, but it's going to be tough. But what are your overall thoughts on Malekith, Nate? Uh, first impression is... He is a, a nightmare to see across the table, especially if you're able to get him uh, lined up on something like Gamma or Researcher, where your opponent's forcing you into a fight. Uh, because he's probably the single best model at killing other models. I'd say so, yeah. He's got all the tools to do all the killing. And one of the things that stands out to me is that he doesn't really have much survivability per se. So he's going to do all the killing, but I do think that he might not be the boogeyman that we have seen in the past. I, I think he's, he, he's pretty durable for a couple reasons. Uh, the first is right now there aren't a lot of characters that are going to be able to damage him consistently. Because you can't re-roll attack dice into him, so like Zemo, X-23... Strange. Uh, ...are not going to be like a, their usual murder bot selves. Uh, and so like really you just have Corvus, Loki, and I guess Domino, who can still use their offensive dice modification stuff, because it's not technically modifying, it counts as... Right. Uh, ...will work against him. But he also then has Cloak of Shadows on his own side, adding to his own defensive uh, consistency. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really interesting in, in a lot of ways. And I think that they've done a really nice job of making this character feel like a seven threat and mm-hmm. and putting enough stuff on him to where he's not going to run the table. And look, another thing that you got to think about, Suits, when you're out there and you see these big models like this, right? still only gets two actions and dice are going to dice. They're going to do dice things. You can never predict it sometimes. So, yeah. you know, and I think that's the, the biggest weak point for him is that's literally all he has. He has two actions 
and, and that's it. He doesn't have anything else that is going to interact with the board. Whereas a character like Thanos, he's got his two actions. They're not nearly as good as the two actions that Malekith has, but then he has an array of superpowers to affect board control, um, just with his gems, the cosmic portal, uh, but then he also has support abilities attached onto him, like Death's Decree and stuff. Uh, Malekith has none of that, and he doesn't have any, like, a throw or anything like that, like Magneto has, so he is literally a two actions and hope your dice don't whiff. Yep, yep, someone like Hamdahl supporting him seems like it might be okay, but I don't know, maybe that's just me, maybe I have an unreasonable love for Heimdall. I haven't decided yeah, yet. I'll, I'll let it pass. Yeah, yeah. So, the next reveal we got was a tactics card that comes with our friend Malekith called the Black Bifrost. And basically, we've seen this before in the form of the Defender's Portal, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Malekith in your face at range five. That sounds horrible. Eh, is it, though? Oh, I mean, it sounds horrible for the opponent, but it sounds good for me playing Malekith in my convocation, even though I can only use this I, in Cabal. Yeah, you can only <laughs> use it in Cabal. Uh, I don't think this card sees play. I don't either, Nate, but I'm trying to be positive, okay? You, you can be positive, but if you look at the track record of the defenders, if this card can't be played on turn one, uh, it becomes very awkward, and for one power less, you can just charge with Malekith, so... Very fair. And no, that's not the, the same uh, range of threat and everything else, but like, j just charge. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So cool. the next new thing that we got announced, it's kind of not really a new thing per se, but it's one of those things that I'm really excited that they're doing this. And we saw the teases for it earlier and we've already had a couple of these things happen and now we have some more concrete evidences that this is a way they're going with the game right and mm -hmm. that would be affiliation boxes for x-men and for brotherhood so in the x-men affiliation box you've got wolverine storm cyclops and beast and in the brotherhood affiliation box you've got magneto mystique toad and Sabretooth. And I got to say, I really like these. You know, I think that this is a way to really get new players involved in the game way more quick than the way they were doing it before, I think. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about these? I love the idea of these boxes and even more so specifically these boxes because the X-Men and Brotherhood releases was that kind of awkward one where you had like Wolverine and Sabretooth together which then made sense later because of X-Force, but then like Mystique and Beast were in a box together, and it's kind of like, well, AMG's kind of forcing a little bit of uh, awkwardness there, so being able to have a box that's like, hey, this is the X-Men, and here is your brotherhood. If you do not want to deal with the X-Men, you don't have to kind of a thing is uh, very nice. I completely agree, and I think that's really what it is, is that, hey, I don't want to play X-Men. I only want to play Brotherhood. Well, now you can do that, pretty reasonably and reliably and mm -hmm. and you get you know we don't know exactly what tax cards come in there i think right now off the top of our heads but either way having this having the tactics cards you're going to need all of that stuff right there access 
you know, I think it's just really wonderful. And, you know, I see this box or these boxes, right? We've got the Asgard box. We got the Black Order box now. And I ask myself, where are they going to go next with this kind of thing? And are we going to see something like eventually a Fantastic Four box just literally be a four character box? That'd be cool. I think that'd be awesome. Like, I, I don't think it'll happen, but that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with you that I don't think that's going to happen, but that'd be pretty great. But where do you think with the existing kind of MCP world we're in, do you feel like they go next with these affiliation boxes? Uh, man, because it, I think it also ties into they've, done very well tying in the affiliation box releasing alongside a new expansion so like when we got black swan and supergiant we got black order uh when we got heimdall and scourge we got asgards uh and so i guess jumping a little bit to the end uh, amg has teased some of the things coming up so we have a pyro and blob uh maybe together I'm, I'm guessing together i would assume uh, expansion and so like maybe that ties into when that brotherhood so with that in mind they also said like oh yeah there's more web warriors coming out there's more as guardians coming out and stuff like that so i think a web warrior box would be really cool that has uh, like miles gwen and then amazing spider-man and black cat oh yeah would be would be a really good one another really good one would be like Miles, Gwen, and then have Daredevil and Moon Knight. Oh, I would. Those be... are kind of the the harder to get to, if you're trying to just get the Web Warriors. They're kind of spaced out a little bit more awkwardly. Yeah. Oh, I'd be on board with that. And to be honest, I wouldn't be upset if they did like Miles, Gwen, Venom, and Moon Knight or something like that. Yeah, that's another good one. I mean, Venom in his own box, you know, it, it that's a whole whole thing, but. Yeah, it feels it's tough because like, would you rather Venom be in the Web Warriors or the Spider Foes box? I'd rather him be in the Web Warriors box, personally. But I can see how you could put him in the Spider Foes box. Here's the thing about a Spider Foes box, though: you could go Green Goblin, Venom, Doc Ock. Well, I don't think they would do Doc Ock because they you've got two Ock. other versions of him already. Um, Kingpin. And uh, what's another big base guy and the spider foes? Is that it? Is that the, the big ones? Uh, I mean, there's also like you got Carnage as Carnage. well. There you but... go. So so those four, you could have four 50 mil bases in one box. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be fun. I I don't think they would do that, though. I think they would uh, they would do Goblin, Venom, and then either the Mysterio Carnage pack or the Craven Lizard pack. Yeah, definitely. Lizard was the other one. There you go. See, I... You know, there's so much in this game. It just overwhelms my brain at times. Plenty of options. Yes, so many options, which we'll talk about options a little bit later. I'm so excited. So <laughs> you did mention that we've got a pyro and blob pack coming, and they did show off both the card art and the kind of pre-render models here. And I got to mm -hmm. say, I kind of love them. I, I kind of like the way they're going with these two characters, tactical rocks and all. Yeah, no, I'm good with uh, both of these. I, Blob is a model that's going to... There, there are only so many ways you can make Blob look good on a base, I feel like. Yeah. 
Uh, and I like what they're doing with uh, Pyro, where he's just kind of staring into his own flames. Yes, because that just makes perfect sense for the character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it's it's just great. And, you know, I'm with you on Blob. I think that you, you make a good point there. It's like, yeah, there's only so many things you could do with a Blob character. But I think they nailed it. I mean, they nailed, like, a menacing look. You know, he's got, like, his face just looks like he is ready to eat something. You know? Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, I think they nailed it. Nailed yeah, it. Now, now, what do we want to speculate a little bit about, like, what kind of threat value we think these characters might be? Because I think that could be kind of fun. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. So I think Blob could be a four threat character because mm. of his durability and his potential. Like, I mean, he's got to have a throw, right? So, like... I hope so. Yeah. I hope it's a character throw, because we're not getting a lot of those right now. Me and you both. And that's the thing. I think that he could be a four threat based on that. Now, in terms of how he's presented in the comics and stuff, he's kind of a a henchman-style character. So I could see him being less threat than a four threat, but I think of the two of them, he's the one I would think is the more likely to see that like bump up in threat value. Uh I think they're both going to be threes. Maybe Pyro is a two. Yeah. But otherwise I think both threes. That's fair. I think Pyro could be a two. I think having a two threat run around and like incinerating people sounds horrible and awesome at the same time. Oh, that's what Toad does, right? Yeah, but Toad has to pay to incinerate people and Toad runs away with objectives. See, Pyro would just be standing there incinerating people. Yeah, I could definitely see Pyro with, like, a beam attack, just some long-range energy, which, by the way, Brotherhood has desperately needed since their release. What, long-range energy attacks? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything they do is so close up. So having a character like Pyro that can sit back and blast on a Demons or on a Gamma or anything where he can just kind of sit and shoot, I think is going to be really strong. I'm excited for that. So yeah, as a brotherhood fan, yes, I'm, I'm all here for it. Yeah. And they're two like integral characters in the, in the show, especially, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they have their moments in the comics and everything, but in the show, you know, they were kind of like goofballs, but also kind of cool and kind of integral to the brotherhood stuff like them and avalanche, you know? Yep. And That's the one we're missing. Maybe one day, maybe one day. Uh, that and I still want Emma Frost. You know, I, I want Emma Frost too. And I mean, they said more mutants are coming. So who knows what's going to happen? There's so many out there. Okay, Nate, what's your deepest cut mutant that you want to see in this game? I don't know. Well, like, usually I would just go to magic as like my go to, like, kind of deep cut, but. They already went there. Uh, you go first. For me, it's Chamber. I want to see Ooh. Chamber because I just think that that would be a really cool model, like you know the flames coming out of his neck and stuff. I don't. I don't know who you're talking about. You don't. Oh, well, probably a lot of people don't know who I'm talking about. He's just Google it real quick. If you're driving, don't Google it. But Chamber is a character. He's got like. 
a flame chest neck thing going on and he had a relationship with Jubilee for a little while and like he's just a cool looking character and and I just think that he would look cool and like exploding with fire blasts out there would be pretty awesome that's just me that's the deepest that's the deepest cut I've got I don't I don't really have a deep cut but another one that I'm really eager to see like Nightcrawler's kind of too obvious, but Psylocke would be one that I really hope uh, makes it the game sooner than later. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And the cool thing about a Psylocke character is that you could kind of go a few different ways with it. And mm-hmm. I mean, you could have an X Men version, you could have an X Force version, or or could be in both. You know what I mean? And like because of the history about like Psylocke as a character. Sorry, I'm getting like super deep into comics here. Like there's the Betsy Braddock version of Psylocke. And then there's like the, the, the Japanese, I think it's can't canon is the, how you say it version of Psylocke and so much history there. So many interesting things you can do. You could have potentially like two versions of Psylocke, each with a different alter ego name. And that could be really cool. Just weird comic stuff. Just, you, just, you know more than I. I was. I'm kind of thinking like, man, maybe down the road they, uh, like, if we're getting the Winter Guard and stuff like that, like maybe we get the Union, and we get uh, Betsy and her brother in a pack. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Now, see, I want to see. I want to see like a Captain Britain, Betsy Braddock. Like she's currently Captain Britain in the comics. I, I feel. I feel like that's too deep a cut. It's too deep. You're probably right. You're probably right. It's going to be Betsy Braddock as Psylocke. We all know this, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm stoked. It is what it is. I, I, that'd be super cool. And, and yeah, there's, there's so many great characters this game could just bring to the table. And I think AMG is doing a great job of, like, balancing popularity with the deeper cuts and stuff like that. So, you know. The next reveal that we got here is... For something that I think ever since X-Men were announced especially, but really for a long time in this game has been talked about it, at least whenever you go in the Facebook group, whenever you are in any of the discords, this is one of those things that was like at least somebody pops in and just drops a little nugget of, of this is what I want as a wish list. And that is a Sentinels affiliation. And guess mm-hmm. what, Suits? It's been announced. Oh my god, I'm so excited. What about you, Nate? Yeah, uh they they look amazing and, and they were like, oh yeah, and by the way, like all the the Sentinels kit, like it's all uh ball and socket joints, so you can customize them and there's multiple heads, there's multiple arms, there's multiple chest pieces even. Uh I'm I'm afraid of the price tag that's going to go along with this kit, but I already know I'm at least getting one, and depending on how awesome it is, who knows? You mean these kits, because they have confirmed that it is a Sentinel Prime model with two Mark IV Sentinels as part of the affiliation, so like the Prime's going to come on his own, maybe he comes with an Ultimate Encounter to give a little extra value in that box, and then also... It's going to be the two Mark IV Sentinels, which is really awesome. And I think that that's like, you know, talk about all the options and everything like that. I'm so happy to see. And they also talked about how you can have potentially like battle damage 
options as well, which is just like so effing cool. You know, Wolverine claws, like a Cyclops blast, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh man, I'm so, I'm just, I, I think that's so cool. And then even in the pictures that they teased, right? So they did like that little shadowy picture of them coming over the trees, which is just whoever took that picture. Great job. And then the the little like what uh, the renders of the models themselves, like even in that, there are differences between the poses and everything. I mean, look at the one, if you've got the picture up, the one on the left in the tree picture, like he's like reaching both of his arms out to like hug something. And then if you look down on the the other picture that they released, that's not in that. They just, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like sticking their hand out to do an energy blast or whatever. That's, I just think that's so cool, man. Like options and stuff like that for this game is something that I think people have been wanting for a long time. And the Sentinels are the perfect kind of a pack to do that with, you know? For sure. I just, for sure. I, I can't wait. And another thing that they did confirm is that Sentinel Prime is bigger than Malekith and Dormammu. Like, bigger than Dormammu, dude. So, that definitely implies size 5. Yes, I, I would hope so. Yeah. And we all know there's very few things that can manipulate size 5. There's more in the game these days than there was. Or, I guess there's less than there was, but more in a weird way now. I think, it's, I think it's about balanced out because we lost some of the things like Black Panther and Shuri, but then we've gotten characters like, uh, well, Malekith for one. And Black Swan. And Swan. But she has to pay four power to get it. Anyways, doesn't matter. I'm stoked for this. I, I think that, you know, real talk suits, I, I know I haven't like expressed a ton of Sentinel love on this show before, but Whenever this affiliation comes out, as long as they're decent, you might be seeing me make a switch. Because they just look so awesome. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. That's gonna be sweet. And you know, it's one of the, and another thing about the Sentinels that I think is cool is confirmed again, Cassandra Nova is gonna be a part of that affiliation. And that's a character that I enjoy playing. You know, and I think that given the right circumstances could fit in really well with, with the right affiliation. And maybe this is where Cassandra Nova is going to hit, hit home, you know? I mean, I think she's actually, she's already doing work uh, when she hits the table in certain places. So I don't know. Another place to, uh, to take her though is always welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the next reveal we got, Nate, is one that I'd say is proving to be a bit controversial at this point. For a few reasons. And it is a Wolverine and Sabretooth Rivals set. And the reason that this one's proving to be a bit controversial is because we have a rival set already. It's the Spider-Man and Doc Ock rival set, which is a really wonderful set, like in terms of just a display piece. Like if you paint it up as a display piece, it's mm-hmm. great. I think the Doc Ock model and that Peter Parker model are significantly better than the core set versions. So Mm -hmm. there's that too, but it's standard cards. You know, it's just alternate art cards, nothing special, no new stuff comes in that pack. And it's what, like 80 bucks, 70 bucks, something like that. Yeah. That's I think the, the Spider-Man one is I think 60. Okay. Well, 
this Wolverine and Sabretooth box, I think they said is somewhere around the $70 to $80 range. Mm -hmm. And it's going to come with all new cards and stuff like that. So you're getting a Wolverine character that's going to be all new Wolverine and a Sabretooth character that's an all new Sabretooth. And I don't think they said exactly what the cards are and stuff like that. And we won't know for a while because I think this is supposed to come out either way later this year or into next year. But Mm -hmm. how do you feel about that, including brand new cards and stuff like that, brand new characters in something that not only has a price tag like that, but also is in more something designed as a display piece? Oh man, it's it's tough. Uh, this is not the same Wolverine and the same Sabretooth that we got back in... Oh my goodness. Was it 2021? No, 2020. November of 2020, when the, the X-Men first came yeah. out and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and man, it, part of what bothers me is it's these two characters that I think the community as a whole agrees are a little bit underpowered for four threat, if not a lot of bit underpowered, depending on who you ask, especially Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And like a, the fan favorite Wolverine. And now they're coming out with a pack that hopefully and probably should have better versions of those characters with a premium price tag. And that's, that's a, that's a little bit of a feel bad. So I think as long as later down the road, even if it's like a month or two after this pack releases, AMG releases a just normal expansion with the, the new Wolverine and the new Sabretooth uh, cards and all that kind of stuff just doesn't come with all the extra bits. I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, this feels a little bit more cash grabby than I would expect from AMG. Yeah, I'm with you there. For me... It is definitely something that it, it it gives that aura of cash grab. Now, mm-hmm. do I sit here and say that I know what comes in that box? I have no idea. So it could be jam-packed with value, you know? It could be something that is, you know, full of stuff, right? Like in terms of maybe some kind of ultimate encounter, maybe that bunker thing is a piece of terrain that can be used which i'm sure they have it said is. it's a, a size five piece of terrain and well, it's going to be terrain that's a lot more playable than what came with the spider-man and doc ock piece because of its awkwardness frankly right uh but at the same time i i don't know it'll be a little bit of an awkward piece of terrain i guess that you just have to do some house ruling on it like the little platform that wolverine is standing on underneath like Surely you're not going to count that part of size five. Right, exactly. Exactly. So something like that I think could be really cool in that they have this, right? And, and it's just, it's one of those things where if I think most of us out here would rather have just seen the two models and just, okay, fine, you're making two new versions of these characters, great. I completely agree with you in that Wolverine and Sabretooth are characters that more so Wolverine than Sabretooth because I think Sabretooth is very um, situational, but he's decent, whereas Wolverine has mm-hmm. some issues. And 
I think that what people wanted to see was like the rebalance happened a, a while ago and they wanted to see that same treatment for characters they felt like were underserved. And I think that Wolverine is a specifically one of those characters. And to see, mm-hmm. okay, nope, all new version, it definitely it puts a little sour taste in people's mouth. But I will say, though, as long as it's done well and that the pack has value, then I think it's going to be fine. And I also wouldn't put it past AMG to release a pack like this but also maybe have a card pack or something down the line that's going to have these character cards in it or something. I mean, because at this point, we don't know what's on the table because we've seen a card pack already. You know, now those were rebalanced cards and and stuff like that, but still, who knows what they have planned in the totality of this. And I feel like if there's enough of a frustration around a big expensive rivals pack like this, then maybe you could see it be pared down to like the normal $40 box value. Yeah, and I'll I'll say real quick, uh if if Wills or Dallas or anybody from AMG are listening, long shot, I know. Uh <laughs> we we have faith in you guys. You guys have done such a wonderful uh job thus far. But please don't just include the cards for these two like in a card pack later down the line because that will make absolute pain in the it'll be a pain in the butt for tournament organizers yeah very fair very very good point just a just a random thing because there's usually you're able to be like hey if you put a black widow model on the table or a doctor strange model on the table it, it needs to represent the one that comes with that card kind of a thing. So if I put, like, Wolverine on the table, I need to be able to, for the sake of a, a tournament setting kind of a thing, you need to be able to identify which Wolverine, what abilities are tied to that character, etc. Absolutely. that That is 100% accurate. And, and I think that they would do it right. I, I just, like I said, like you said, I trust in them in a lot of ways. And... You know, at the end of the day, you made a video about this, Nate, about how affordable MCP is compared to certain other games. And I think that that really holds up. And even with a pack like this, I think at the end of the day, it still will be affordable when you kind of zoom out a little bit and you look at the other miniatures games out there, especially the granddaddy of them all, GW. I mean, when you look at, the prices that they charge for things that have this much content, this much plastic, I think we're still in the realm of affordability. But that's that doesn't matter. Look, and if you're out there and you're listening to this and you feel like that this isn't okay by you, I understand that. I understand that. And I think that that's valid. And, you know, I've seen a lot of discussions about this online, which is why we're spending a little bit of time on this. Because, look, at the end of the day, your opinion is valid. You know, just because you might have a different opinion than somebody else, your opinion's valid. Like, if you feel like this is a cash grab, if you feel like that you you don't want to see the game go in this direction where they're including specific stuff with a pack like this that's labeled as a rival's pack, blah, 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 
you know, I, I get that. And, and that's okay to feel that way. And if you're someone that thinks that that person that feels that way shouldn't feel that way, well, you know, that's okay too, but let people have their opinion. You know what I mean? Like we can all have a reasonable discourse around these conversations and stuff like that. I just want to want to say that because I've definitely seen uh, um, some fiery takes, if you will, mm-hmm. on the internet about this. And it's, it's one of those things where it's okay to feel both ways about it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's fair. And yeah, but, like you, you can disagree with us. Uh, Absolutely. If you think it's like totally fine on the opposite end. If you were cautiously optimistic, like it, they're, they're all opinions. They're, they are what they are. Exactly. So Nate, now let me ask you this. If this is a precedent that AMG is setting, what do you think would be another rivals pack you'd like to see? Mm. I'd like to see a Venom versus Carnage. I was just thinking the same thing. Oh my gosh, you read my mind, dude. That'd be so That'd cool. Be dope. That'd be so cool. Yeah, as the kids say, it'd be dope AF. <laughs> that too. Yes, yes. Uh, I think I'm way too old to be using that phrase, but here we go. We're doing it. So, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Suits, let us know what you would like to see if they ever do another Rivals pack because there's definitely a ton of options out there, and you can let us know via Facebook. You can comment on the post for this show. You can send us messages over there on Facebook. You can send me messages on Discord. I'm in most of the major Discords at HPP underscore Will. You can send the emails at housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just generally let us know. If you're uh, interested in becoming a patron of the show, you can check out patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol, where for as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year, which I'm sure you've heard that before, Nate, <laughs> said that times. before, Nate. Uh, you can get access to our Discord channel over there and come and hang out in what I would describe as the chillest and realest and illest community on the interwebs. I absolutely love it. It's a good time. I love all the suits over there that are hanging out with me and uh, going on this journey together, as it were. But now that we've discussed ad nauseum (laughs) this Wolverine Sabretooth Rivals Pack. Let's now talk about something that I personally am very excited about just because it's one of my favorite characters and we finally have a design of that character that I'm very happy about. (laughs) And that is Steve Rogers, Captain America. And that is a different version than the core box Captain America. And I'm stoked because he's got his like dragon scale chain mail thing going on. He's like mm-hmm. running with the shield out in front of him. I'm just, I'm so happy with this. He doesn't like look like he's awkwardly throwing it and all that stuff. Like the posing is great and everything on this model. They, they revealed this and I love the card art where he's like pointing and he's like calling his shot. Like I'm coming for you, red skull, you know? And then the model just looks so great. And I'm so happy that we have a version of Steve. that's like this. And they also revealed the front side of his card. He's still four threat, 
still has his vibranium shield. But other than that, he's got kind of an all different kit here. And I'm a I'm here for it. I I kind of like what he's got going on. What do you think? Uh, I'm actually in the opposite camp. Really? Yeah. Not a fan, huh? I I am I'm not a fan. Uh, it it helps that he uh he he's he's got some other things going on for him, but it's it's a very different take on Cap, and I don't know. I'm not uh, I'm not the biggest fan. You know, that's okay, Nate. And it, it is. is a very it's different. It's okay to be wrong, isn't it? It's, you know, it's okay to come on here and live in your wrongness. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, at the end of the day, look, it is a very different take on Cap. And as someone who has become more of a competitive player lately and who has, I don't want to say morphed because I'm still I still just have fun and I'm pretty casual with games most of the time and even though I I play a little bit more competitively these days I'm not like oh you know everything's got to be about that competitive game that's fine if if you're that way like if if you look at this Captain America and you say I'm not playing him because I don't think he's competitively viable perfectly fine but for me I look at this and I say it's a completely different take on the character there's other characters that might fit differently here in this four threat slot, but I think he's interesting. And I think that could surprise people because of some of the abilities and stuff that he has access to. I think one of the things that's being maybe overlooked is the fact that he has a range three strike that's a builder. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. And and I think that that will be one of those things that could end up surprising people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just one of the things, and Hey, we don't know what the injured side of this card looks like either. So when we get that, we'll be able to have a little more information and maybe make, uh, make some better calls as it were. For sure. It it is one of those things where like, God, there, there there are too many unknowns to, to make full judgment on it. Cause I think the, the back card, if, like other cap and can start doing it all day on his other side uh that's a a vast improvement to say the least absolutely absolutely and then to go along with this arguably older version of cap you know we don't know exactly the time frame i i read this cap as like your i think they're they're referencing the captain america first avenger movie with one of the superpowers but I think it's more like the after he comes out of the ice version of Captain America, like the 60s Avengers number one version of Captain America. That's what I read this as. Well, but given the, the sandbags and like D-Day Normandy uh, beach base that they have given him, I'm, I'm inclined to say this is World War II cap. I think that that's what they're going for. But when I look at the design and I look at the, the, a lot of the stuff going on here, to me it says 60s Avengers number one type, but I agree mm-hmm. with you. With that being said, if he'd had like the, the diamond-y shaped shield, then I'd have been like, oh yes, totally World War II cap. But I'm glad they didn't go with that, because I yeah. like this version a lot. But to confirm that it's the 40s version, we got... Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos looking very World War II-y. 
in this mm -hmm. set here. And we got a lot of information on these characters. They just recently revealed both sides of the character card. So we know everything that these guys are going to be doing in terms of their character card. And we also saw the model and they played with this model in a game, which I thought was pretty cool. And it's three characters on a base. Now, we don't exactly know whether it's a 50 millimeter or a 65 millimeter base. But either way, I think one, this is a thousand percent what I wanted grunts to be. Or if we had henchman type characters, this is what I wanted versus what we ended up getting. But that's, look, they, they're here. It's a thing. Fine. But I'm pretty intrigued by Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos, especially because of a tactics card we're going to talk about in a second. But how do you feel about these guys? Uh, I'm a really big fan of uh, what they've done with uh, these guys and the treatment they've given them. Uh, I'm very excited to, because they have so many alter egos on this one card, it makes me wonder, like, what if we do get, like, the, the modern-day S.H.I.E.L.D. leader Fury and, like, a dum-dum Dugan or something? That's just going to be, like, they're, the the restrictions that they can kind of put in place by making this one three-threat really good puts limitations elsewhere. I, I, I really like that aspect of it. Uh, but then additionally, the, the card itself is downright beautiful. We've got another uh, Got Your Back character, so putting him and Bucky together in S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to be a nightmare for your opponent. Oh, gosh, I don't want to uh, see that. Yeah, so so many things I like. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm 100% with you in that it, it's just really interesting design-wise, and and everything on this card screams just fun character on the tabletop at mm -hmm. the end of the day and, and i think that if like you said shield with both him and bucky or i should say them i guess and bucky on the tabletop and like anytime you daze someone you could potentially be looking at three attacks into you on your turn that's insanity and i'm mm -hmm. super here for it you know what i mean yep. especially since his got your back is only two power Exactly. And his got your back is also can be done from range four while having stealth. So it's, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. We're going to go over this card very soon on the show here, but I'm stoked to talk about these guys because I think they're, I think that, uh, that they're, they're really nice, really nice. And then when we talk about things with this character, we have to talk about this card they revealed called, infiltration and this will be the first instance of something like this that we've seen on mcp and it's basically that nick fury and the howling commandos can come in at a later time mm -hmm. anywhere you want them basically basically there's some restrictions we'll again we'll dive deep into this card another time but nate how do you feel they're handling a mechanic like this? Do you feel like this is something that makes sense? Do you feel like that it's done well with this card, or do you feel like it's going to be a problem? No, I think this is uh, exactly how to do a card like this. It uh, you You have to give your opponent a heads up of where they're going to be coming in at, but at the same time, you don't instantly put them on the board with like an activated token or something, uh, so it doesn't let them just get dogpiled at the same time. 
100%. 100%. You nailed it. I love it. I think it's wonderful. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for these characters. I think they're going to be really cool. And then uh, we got some uh, art for the OG Human Torch, which is not Johnny Storm. It's, not, it's Jim Hammond, I think is his name. Yep. And uh, yeah, so, so that's, that's a whole thing. We got a little card art for that, which is pretty cool. But then to go along with our old school Captain America, we got a beat stick of a red skull, the Master of Hydra reveal here. And we'd already had a little bit of a reveal on this model, but we got the front side of the character card. And then, yeah, like I want to say, first of all, this model is cool as hell. It looks <laughs> very cool, in my humble opinion. And this character card is so dense. But man, I feel like this this version of Red Skull, who we can confirm leads the Hydra affiliation. So not Cabal, he leads Hydra. So this version of Red Skull so it looks like a powerhouse, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, I'm excited for, uh, like, it, it feels bad to say, but I'm excited to play Hydra. Yeah, like, this is awesome. And, like, it, it again, I can't wait to do this character on the show because there's so much to talk about here. I want to see his injured side really bad, but, like, there is a lot going on. And he comes with grunts, the Hydra Troopers, which mm-hmm. we got the reveal for. And this version of a grunt seems like the best one yet. Which makes sense. I mean, yeah, like they, they have better health, better defenses. Uh, they do move slower, though, so that's a that's a hit on them. Uh, but they're also coming with a five threat character. So it kind of makes sense that the grunts uh, upgrade with the threat upgrade. Yeah, and I think that that's something that is fair, and it's one of those things where I don't necessarily want to see more grunts like this, because look, I, I, I don't love the grunts. I don't love it, okay? It's, it's here. Yeah, we play with it. I use it. I mean, shoot, I, I use the ninjas, <laughs> you know? But uh, I, I think this is an interesting way to do them, and one of the things that we have seen before is is kind of the way that the grunts are put on the table and and the way that they interact with things whereas like with red skull it's kind of a different thing and i think that's really cool and i think that red skull master of hydra and these hydra troopers are are going to definitely present some different and difficult choices for your opponent mm-hmm. so i i'm i'm kind of stoked stoked about it and and they, they do some cool stuff. They do some cool stuff. And then we got something, Nate, revealed for Hydra that is pretty insane, I would say. And what is that, Nate? Uh, are we talking about the uh, some of those tactic cards? We sure are. Uh, so there's a variety of uh, affiliated tactic cards that they have revealed at this point. One for... Arnim Zola that we'll talk about later, uh, but there are two kind of focused around uh, Red Skull. And the first one is the Occult Research. costs 10 power to play, but it then essentially gives Red Skull three actions for the rest of the game. 
Ugh. Like, bleh, like puke emoji coming out of, like, imagine that. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. This is insane. Like, it costs a boatload of power, obviously. But, like, mm-hmm. when you read Red Skull's card, and then you're like, oh, this guy's going to get three actions? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about everything dying? Oh, my goodness. Like, I just, sorry, I think this is crazy. It's exciting. You know what I mean? Like, this is a very exciting thing. But, man, a five-threat character with three actions, that's nuts. What do you think about it? Uh... I, I'm excited for, for the gimmick of it and trying to, to run it, but at the same time, realistically, he's probably not playing the card until turn three, I would say, on average. And then it gives him a stagger, so it, you don't really get those three actions until round four, and the game's already halfway over. So it's definitely something that will be really cool to see. Uh, time will tell uh, how how big of an impact it really makes though, but I'm excited to bring it, play it and just try the gimmicks with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk more about this again when we talk about this character. And then the next tactics card, Nate is one that we've seen kind of before this type of card, but it's basically gives him an attack and it's a pretty decent attack. Plain and simple. And he pays for it with his health instead of power, which I find to be very interesting. But Mm -hmm. also the interesting thing about that tax card, Victory Assured, or as Red Skull says in the movie, Victory Assured. Did I do it right? Did I do it good? Mm, sure. Okay, cool. German people don't hate me. I'm sorry if I messed up the accent. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not an actor. Uh, but the cool thing is Johann Schmidt uses this, so you could use Core Red Skull with that as well, which I think is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So, next thing we got here, there, there's a lot of reveals suits, by the way. There's a ton. The next thing we got is another Hydra leader, and that would be Baron Strucker, Wolfgang von Strucker. See, there we go. See, I did that one better. That, one oh, that was definitely better. Yeah. Definitely better. And this character's wild, and I know, Nate, I've seen a ton of people out there saying, finally, the condition game is getting some love. Mm-hmm. And I'd say yes, but I would also say still has a lot of interesting qualifiers to it. But I'm excited for this character. I think he's an interesting character. And I think that as a Hydra leader, does some really interesting things. How do you feel about this character? Uh, I'm more excited about uh, Strucker than I am the new Red Skull. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. His kit is uh, solid on its own, which is really nice. But just being able to uh, to really bring a condition game, because I love building around synergies and all that kind of stuff. His leadership is all about that. Like I've already kind of like preliminary runs of like what a roster looks like. You definitely throw in Omega Red, and you just profit. <laughs> I completely agree there. Like I think that it's just. All of his kit is interesting, and then I'll go ahead and say it. He's three threat. So depending on who all comes out as Hydra affiliated, you could probably go pretty darn wide. And that's exciting, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So 
yeah, we, we don't know what the injured side looks like either. So who knows what else Strucker's got going on, but I'm, I, yeah, no, I think, I think he's, he's going to be kind of legit. And then we've got Arnim Zola, which man, this model. And also I know Dallas probably isn't listening, but bro, you're painting. I swear. I, I just can't with how good you paint. It's so good. Like, it's so good. And, because he did, he painted up Zola on stream, which is why I say this. But he, we also confirmed he comes with a little plastic screen for the face chest thing, which I'm very happy about. But this character also looks bananas and looks like he's going to pair very, very well with Strucker and that condition game like we talked about. And then also mm -hmm. some other little synergies in here that I, I've noticed, but again, we can talk about that at a later date. But what do you think of this character? I think this character is like super interesting. As somebody who is hyped for Strucker, there is like equal levels of hype for Arnold Arnazola. Uh, the he just accentuates what the uh, condition game is going to be. And I'm going to go ahead and just skip ahead. Uh, the tactic card he comes with is bonkers fun. <laughs> oh, yes. So we'll go ahead and talk about this one. And that is scientific method. So Zola spends two power. And then a character that's threat value of three or less within range three of Zola suffers two damage. And then for the rest of the game, they get a mystic attack that has six dice. It's range two, but it's pretty good mystic attack. And they also get a superpower that's Enchantress's or Mysterio's defensive superpower. Yep. Pay more to... Uh, your opponent has to pay, otherwise you get to roll more dice. Yes. Like... Who, wow. who are you putting this on? Oh, all right, so... There's a lot of candidates, first of all, but like a Bucky. There's only one. An X-23. X-23. 100%. Well, I mean, look, it's X-23 for sure. That's the number one choice, but there's a lot of good candidates for this. The, the, the being able to instantly heal that two back, uh, I think is just so big. Absolutely. That's the thing. You nailed it right there. And it is a... Zola spends this this power so it can be done on X23's activation. Mm -hmm. So like you can say I'm activating X23, Zola spending two. Oh, by the way, I'm gonna do this mystic attack on you because I'm going against another X23 or, or somebody that has a low mystic defense or even just normal mystic defense. Pretty good attack. And then you know, with the reroll that she gets and everything, and then oh by the way, now I'm gonna have two extra defense dice. I mean, yeah. 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 And there's a pretty good odds, depending on the objective setup and stuff, that Zola's able to play this turn one, because prototype weapons is range four. He just attacks somebody that's on the center line, gets the power he needs for it, and off to the races you go. Oh yeah. And and look, there's there's a there's a lot. Of, oh man. Yeah, Zola's gonna be spicy, and I'm glad that the scientific method is a Hydra affiliated card. Because it definitely makes you have to make choices then, which I think is good. Like anytime we give players agency in a situation like this, I think is really good. You know what I mean? Like like making a player mm -hmm. have to make tough choices. 
and and at least you're having to make a choice with this. Like, okay, if I bring scientific method, if I bring whatever other cards, if I'm bringing Red Skull and occult research or something, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a, I find that stuff interesting and that kind of little, little sifting through the meta game, if you will, to be fun. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, I think, I think Zola's cool. I think being, he, another spoiler for Zola here, He's immune to bleed, so like if he does take damage, well, guess what? Hood can heal him and then not damage him with the bleed. Like eh, that excites me. I'll give, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you cute points. Yeah, thank you. Hey, I appreciate that, Nate. Cute points. That's gonna be a thing from now on. All right. So, just so you know, suits, I'm gonna definitely bogart cute points. And uh, whenever we're talking about, hey, is this thing good or is it competitive or what? You know, we'll be like, well, it's cute. So we'll give you some cute points for that. You get like six cute points. There you go. So, (laughs) I love it. I love it. So, next up, we have some terrain reveals. So, they revealed a whole bunch of Hydra terrain, which looks really cool. The tank apparently might be an ultimate encounter, which is awesome. It is an ultimate encounter. I'm I'm super excited about that part. That's really cool. I kind of love the little red skull sticking out of the top and pointing, you know, his very villainous pointing. That's -hmm. that's pretty cool. That's kind of, that's, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm about that. I think that's pretty cool. And I think I've said pretty cool one too many times now at this point, but who cares? And yeah, it, it, it'll be fun though. For me though, I will say I'm kind of loaded up on terrain that I haven't even put together or painted or whatever. So unlikely I end up buying that. Like I'll play with somebody else's ultimate encounter on that. Probably won't buy it though. I, I feel that on a personal level, unfortunately. Yeah, but you... With all of your terrain, you use all your terrain. That's true. So, you know, master of the events. <laughs> so, a couple of master final... Of master of all the events. The, the final little teases we got. And this is interesting, I think. So, we got a tease for a new Hulk. We got a tease for a new MODOK. And these are all things that they just kind of said on stream. Not like any comp... You know... No confirmations of abilities or anything like this. Then we got some teases for some web warriors, some more as guardians, more mutants, and more spider foes. So, all good things. All good things. And, like, I know who your number one most excited web warrior potential is. He's on a tactic card, Will. He's got to be coming. I mean, he is on a tactics card. It's Age of Venom, people. That's Nate's number one. I'm. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. I hope we see it. And and there's so much, so much more to come in this game. I'm really excited. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. And I think that 2023, you know, this is we're still in the middle of 2022, right? But 2023 is gonna be the biggest year yet for MCP. And you know, we have this mini extravaganza, this exciting thing. You know, all these new reveals, all these teases, all that stuff. But let's not forget, we're still very early on in the life cycle of this game. And if you're listening to this and you're pretty new to the game and everything, you know, don't sweat. There's going to be new stuff coming all the time for this game. And there's going to be new minis, new crises, new everything coming out for this game in the near future. And, you know, don't, don't feel like you got to buy anything you don't want at this point in the game. Everything is, pretty viable right now 
Except for you, Viper. But you know, that's neither here nor there. But I'm just saying. Aww. I'm just I saying. I think Viper's about to get very, uh, very good, though. I think Viper in a wide Hydra list. Could With be. Strucker's ability? Exactly. Mwah. Exactly. Like, oh, maybe she's going to get some love. Maybe. I hope so. But either way, there, there's a lot of fun things on the horizon. And I think that I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know, there's been multiple instances of a good time to be in the game or just get into the game. If you've got friends that are on the fence about this game, Maybe you've kind of showed them the game and they're kind of like, oh, this is cool, but oh man, barrier to entry, blah, 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 whatever. You know, show them some of this stuff. Show them some of the cool stuff that's coming. And I, I think that you might get a lot of, a lot of people on board and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. the, the old community building, all that fun stuff. So, yeah, I think beat, it's... Beat the drum and they will come. That's it. That's it. If you build it, they will come. And by build it, I mean build your models. That too. <laughs> So yeah. and I will say like paint like I'm not one who judges anybody for unpainted models because Lord knows I have plenty enough uh, of my own at this point. But being able to have a like painted Dormammu and Hulk and like even just some of those classic characters on the table is garner is going to garner more interest than just a, a gray uh, sea of uh, things. So if you're trying to build hype around this game in your community uh, a decent looking table with some painted terrain and some painted minis goes a long way 100 percent, nate 100 percent, you nailed it and the last thing i'll say is you know all of this stuff is just so exciting and nate i want to ask you what are you most excited about for these reveals and uh, it's got to be Baron Strucker for me. Uh, the the synergies that you can uh, pull off, like I don't I don't know. I I talked about this a little bit on uh, a Gamer Guild podcast when we were talking about building uh, around Shadowland Daredevil oddly, uh, but like the synergy that Omega Red is going to have with Baron Strucker is crazy because he can heal on your opponent's turns by just them moving into range. Yeah. Ah, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm. Uh, I think what, it's gonna. What be about you? For me, my most excited thing, like the thing that just gets my blood pumping so much, is the Sentinels. I just think that's so cool. I know we have no idea what they're gonna be, and right now, because they're all potential, I'm over here just like, like, oh my god, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mm -hmm. just, I, it looks so cool, and like. As someone who plays with a sea of gray, typically, not because I necessarily want to, but I just time, time investment to sit down and paint. I don't mm -hmm. put aside the time like I should to do that. Okay, fair. I want to paint those Sentinels. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like one, I don't think it'd be too complicated of a paint job. Two, if I'm going to have these big imposing models on the table, like I want them to look cool. And I have an airbrush, so there's that. That'll help with those. That'll help. Hundred percent. So yeah, I I'm just I think AMG's knocking it out of the park. You know, maybe not everything hits the mark exactly, but as long as we're within the wheelhouse, I'm happy. So, you know, is For what sure. it is. But uh, 
with that, Nate, I got I do have a couple of announcements here, and then you can tell people where they can find you. First off, we have had a painting competition going on. At the point when you hear this, it will be over because the yesterday from when you hear this will have been the time to submit. It would have been July 20th is the, the date we had to submit by. So we will be announcing a winner on next week's podcast. So make sure to check that out. And to that winner and to everyone that participated, thank you so much in advance. It's been really cool seeing all the great painted miniatures. Also, I will say that, you know, if there's a way that we can make this painting competition more accommodating, more interesting for people, let me know that. And you can do that by sending me emails, housepartyprotocolpod at gmail.com. Send me messages on Facebook, messages on Discord at HPP underscore Will in most Discords out there. You can find me on that way, most of the uh, MCP Discords. And and let mm-hmm. me know what we can do to make this more accommodating for you guys. Because I, I really like the painting competition idea, and I think that that's a lot of fun, and, and doing this kind of stuff is is a way to kind of get the community going and stuff like that. So, again, let me know what y'all think. And then also, we're going to be having a giveaway soon. So on our next episode, we're going to announce our next giveaway. And based on the stuff that's coming out August 12th, you can assume it's going to be that. (laughs) At least one of that, if nothing else. So be sure to check out the next episode here. And also, if you're interested in supporting the show, if you like what we do here on House Party Protocol and you want to see us continue to do it, continue to grow, continue to to expand into other mediums and stuff like that, which we've got some some interesting things that we're working on there. Maybe you can uh, support us on Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash housepartyprotocol for, like I said earlier, as little as a dollar a month or 12 bucks a year. You can support the show, and you know that just goes towards paying for the giveaways, paying for the hosting services, and stuff like that. And to all of the suits out there that support via Patreon, you know, I got to say it means the world to me. It is something that I never take for granted. And I hope that you always feel like your investment in this podcast has been worth it. And it, it really, really does mean the world to me. If you ever feel like that you're not getting your money's worth or anything like that, just let me know and we will figure it out how people can get more that out of this because it's for you guys. It's all for y'all. So I want to make sure that uh, we're providing value for you and your time. And to all the suits that listen, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It it really, you know, wouldn't be here without you guys. We, we wouldn't be this podcast without all the suits that uh, click on the links and all that fun stuff and, and get the downloads. But uh, with that being said, Nate, where can people find you? Uh, guys, you can find me over on uh, the Gamers Guild uh, YouTube channel, podcast, all that stuff, uh, where there's a plethora of uh, MCP content, whether that's reviews, battle reports, uh, strategy tips, and all the above. Absolutely. And the last thing I want to do is give a little shout out to the Professional Casual Network for kind of making a blog post that kind of summarized everything that was in the reveals for mini stravaganza i wasn't able to watch everything but you know they had a, they have a really nice 
blog post that kind of covers everything that was revealed. So I want to say shout out to those guys for, for doing that. And uh, if you haven't, make sure to check them out. Give them a little love over there. And uh, yeah, with that, party on, Nate. Party on, Will. And power down suits. Suits.